0: There was a strict division between Abbeywood and Thamesmead. Now, they literally opposite each other, being divided by a road called Harrow Manor Way. In the 70s, there was a lot of prejudice from the people living in Abbeywood. The fact is that it seemed that these concrete jungles as they saw Thamesmead to be, those that lived on the Abbeywood estate, felt that they were a notch above the
1: rest. It was a difficult difficult groups. I don't mean each individual is difficult, but massing people together the way it happened. And it was very, very isolated. It was forgotten. It's a bit off the beaten track in some ways. That's physically, and it is sort of emotionally as well.
2: Unfortunately, or fortunately, it depends. Thamesmead is stuck right in between two boroughs, which is the Greenwich Borough and the Bexley Borough. It's still quite frustrating to, you know, sometimes get answers about which borough's responsible for what. I'm really interested in the, the derelict flats that go
0: right up to the lake here at Southmere. It's kind of space-agey, in a kind of 60s feel, and I have seen Clockwork Orange, so I do think of that.
3: When I first moved here and went to Thamesmead for the first time, it's you know, slightly different on the other side of the tracks, and it is brutal architecture. It is pretty kind of in your face, sort of whoa. But actually, that's all softened for me now, and it has a lot to do with the people. The place itself is quite brutal architecturally, and in terms of planning and the way it's laid out, and the way that pedestrians and cars are divided, and you know, the way that you navigate around this area is quite difficult. But actually, the sort of softer side of that around the actual people is the thing that's also quite a positive surprise
4: i didn't mind it because it was quiet culturally it was a little bit difficult because you're like okay wow there was nobody here
3: there's no sort of cultural life here i mean i mean that not just in terms of activity but also there's no cafes there's no center there's no place to go it's very flat in that sense you know there's a train station there's some supermarket hubs and that's the thing that's missing from Abbey Wood and being together, really. It's interesting historically where that is and what happened with the planning.
5: This is called Abbey Wood Village. It's always been a busy little area. We used to have two pubs, uh, shoe shops, wall shops, you know We had um, a greengrocer's, a wet fish stall at one point. Yeah, two shoe shops. So a lot of the shops have gone. And when I very first knew this shop. I was 13 years old when I was a Saturday girl. Yeah. I've known this village a long time, and that was when you could walk across the crossings.
6: I lived on a street called Thamesbank Place. A really busy street. Lots of young people, lots of nice neighbours. Out in the road as kids, like the whole street would be out playing, and mums would be out there having a drink, and that of be an evening. Like my road was really nice, you wouldn't get another road like that growing up. It's probably been a mess since I was a kid, but. And that's all we knew, we knew Thamesmead, and that's where we live. And I think moving out and moving into a nice area and coming back, you see it's a mess, and I just think it is the people who don't care. It's a lovely place, but just, I think it's filled with the wrong kind of people. We used to call Thamesmead the fishbowl, and we'd be the fish because we'd never leave. I
1: don't live in Thamesmead, and as I come here every day, and what I see is, as we get nearer and nearer Thamesmead, I see a divided community. We have luxury housing, very expensive flats overlooking the river all the latest BMW garages and things on one side of the road and on the other side of the road we have traditional, less perfect accommodation, less wealth I feel like this is quite an overlooked part of the world but actually what you do
3: have is lots of people with lots of energy
0: I really like Thamesmead, I'm intrigued I always come here, see something that I haven't seen before and then on my way out back home I just feel kind of nice, like I've had a nice time here. I moved to Abbeywood in 1979. I didn't know anything about council estates, so when I came over here, I was glad that, okay, we got a place to live. What I could see around me, I wouldn't have wanted to be friendly with them. There was a whole lot of the ism that is now identified as racism, but I just saw it that they were haters. Now I'll tell you, the Me that I'm in now was just built. The earliest one was 1997, and it represented decent living conditions for council people. Coming there, when I first drove into the road to have a look at the property, the first thing I noticed as you turn into Goldfinch Road, on the right-hand side, there's a lake. And I'm not a fisher person, and I'm not a swimmer, and I'm not particularly a deep environmentalist, but I'm telling you, water makes a difference. For that reason, I'm happy to live in Thamesmead.
4: I live in Thamesmead. I've been here like 35-something like that years I came from Brent, and I was homeless before that. So moving up to Thamesmead, I was looking at it as a new start. What was quite frightening for me, I didn't know how new the start was going to be. When I first came up here, it was challenging. People were saying things, and I didn't quite understand it. I didn't really get it, because I'm thinking, well, I haven't done anything. So they moved me over to what is now called West Thamesmead. I moved into a block. It was a, a mature person's block. I was the baby of it and a lot of the elders that were in there were not so forthcoming because they didn't understand there's a young person moving into the block. So it took a little while for them to start to recognise me and even some of these people now are like, oh he's still here, he's such a nice man.
2: I have lived in Thamesmead for over 21 years now and I've had six children here. I have nine altogether, So I have a vested interest in trying to see Thamesmead be a better place. Being here now over 20 years it's home. When I first moved to Bexley I was quite animated because The property had pink wallpaper, and I love pink. So I was like, ah, I felt like I was in a queen's palace or something. Then over the years, my family grew, and there was no space for the children to play outside. So now we live in a house. You know, they have their back garden. They can ride their bikes and jump on the trampoline.
0: For me, as a person who is not white, um, I don't know if they define me as working class. However, for me it was a bit of a culture shock, and I say that, I'm not trying to be snobbish or anything, but um, I came back to this country in the 70s, having left in the early 70s. And before I left this country, I didn't live in a council place. When I came back as an independent woman with husband and child, and children rather, um, then I had to stand on my own two feet, and then I had to go to the council for accommodation. And after being homeless in council accommodation, way over in the side I come from, which was Harrow initially—that's where I grew up—I ended up in this place called
7: Abbey Wood. I am a pastor in Thamesmead. We have a very mixed congregation. I would say 98% Africans, but very diverse African. When we came here 18 years ago, we were probably one of five black families in Thamesmead. As a matter of fact, when I told one of my friends that we were moving to Tamsin, the guy shouted and said, what are you doing? Are you going to kill yourself and your family? Because Tamsin was noted for racial, you know, and um, skinhead, whatever, and everything. In 18 years, we've never experienced anything like that. Why do we have a lot of West African families? I think the affordability, and if you remember, I think when Peckham, Melifan, and were regenerated, a lot of people who had council homes then were African families were given option to be rehoused or paid up to leave their properties. Now, for most of them, the money they receive, the only place they could really buy property was since they were London, so. You get your property, you tell your friend, your friend tell another, your friend tell another, and before you know it, everybody's in Thamesmead.
5: I lived in this house in North Thamesmead since 2010. Uh, the River Thames is just two minutes walk from here.
6: We lived in a council house, but my mum loved her house, so it was tidy. My parents moved out of Thamesmead three or four years ago. I moved out of Thamesmead seven years ago. But I did not at first, I didn't want to. I didn't want to when I moved out. Uh, I moved to a house specifically, I was like, I'm not leaving Thamesmead, I'm staying here. My friends were here, my local pub was around the corner. So I stopped going to the pub and started saving my money. So instead of spending it. i done well, saved, me and my partner saved really hard. So we bought a little house down in Rollsby way in Thamesmead. And then we rented that out for a little while and then bought another house in Welling. I think I was 20, 21 when I bought it. I see people that are um, a couple years younger than me, so they might be in their mid-20s saving for a mortgage or got a good job and it's just nice. So I, I do think I'm a role model to the majority of them. And I hope I am. It's been calm for me
3: but it's rough for other people. Tens obviously where I grew up. That is where all my family are from. So obviously I'm happy to live where I live and it tends to me it ain't all that bad, it's just it's just the life and it. It's my it's area. Life, it? Yeah. I moved from Wolfhamstone And I moved to Abbeywood about three years ago. And the reasons that we moved was we lived in Wolfenstone and rented accommodation and my wife was pregnant and we had our first son and we needed somewhere to live that we could build a life with a garden and I have a practice and I needed some space to build a studio and we couldn't do that in Wolfram's you know when we got here we like the area there's lots of woods and there's lots of green space it's really close to Kent you can drive out really quickly it just made a lot of sense for us and you know there's lots of really great things about it being here but it was also a bit of a culture shock as well because it's very different in terms of what there is to do
6: When I grew up, there would be sort of fates going on, all different types of things that people would just do. But nowadays, it's, it's like you walk out on the street, there's nobody playing outside. That's it. Most people are here from, they say that it, they don't feel safe from letting their children out.
5: My children, unfortunately, never socialised with the, the locals for some reason. There is no one around to socialise. They had see cadets they had the after-school clubs, because that was it. There's not much to do in terms of activities for adults and also
2: for children. So I think my children are looking forward to moving. It feels like there's a lot of
0: change happening and going on, especially with everyone building and digging up roads and tearing down structures.
1: It's all changing. But in some ways that's unsettling for young people because they're used to it being like that. That's the way it always has been for all of their lives and now it's not. So whatever's going to happen next is going to be very interesting.
2: I've actually been um, instrumental in some of the changes which I'm quite proud of and it's good to see that some of the things that we suggested over 10 years, 15 years ago are actually you know, manifesting now.
1: So people are are working together and pulling together. They're trying to make it a nice place to live. They're trying to make it a nice place to work. It's not as dead as it was. It used to be very, very bleak, but there are things happening here now.
2: But what I absolutely love about Abbeywood now is that I know everybody on my road. I literally talk to everyone as we're going along. Sometimes I'll pop into their homes. Um, There's a really great church community as well, um, different pastors, different people. So I love that. I love the fact that that we've got a really great um, neighbourhood watch and so forth, so it still has that community base.
0: But I've always seen this area as reserved for working-class people. I I welcome all the West African because... Safety in numbers is what I say. Since they have come in and are now the majority, it appears, we don't have the racial attacks anymore, and so I give thanks for them.
7: I think there's been a lot of changes in, in Tempsin. When I moved into Tempsin 18 years ago, there was a lot of green. It was beautiful. That was the attraction. But I think the redevelopment is kind of taking it on the off. But I think we're going to have a lot of concrete at the end of the day of property prices may, right?
1: And I can't help but think as Thamesmead itself regenerates, there could be a greater shift in in the gap between the wealthy and the not so wealthy than there is at the moment.
5: They're taking the post office away, so that's going, that's going to be a, another block of flats. They've already took the arrow away, that's going to be another block of flats. So they're just filling the place up with blocks
2: of flats. There's all these properties that nobody is living in, but people are still looking for homes and it's taking a while now that, you know, this has been sorted out. You see, what has happened is I, I support the fact that people need
0: to have homes, but for a long time people who need homes don't have homes. The ordinary people running for the train like I used in the morning running come home, home cannot afford anymore
5: to live around here.
3: I understand where a lot of that anxiety comes from. And you have seen a shift in the the people that get off the train.
5: So we're kind of like being put on a back burner because everyone comes out the station and goes straight onto the flyover. A lot of the shops down here are missing out on trade. It'd
3: be great if there was a centre here. It'd be great to be able to go out and go have a pizza someplace and sit down. (laughs) Why would you not want that? Why would you not want to have a cinema I don't understand why people would see that as a bad thing. I think where some of the trepidation perhaps is around that change, where people feel that it's not for them or that change isn't what they would want. Um, and I understand that completely. You know, I'm on a very individual, selfish level, I'm really looking forward to being able to get places easier and, you know, and, and people being able to come to visit, but
4: I don't think that's a bad thing. Kim's <laughs> me has changed. Even in West Thamesmead, because it was enclosed for a long time before they put bus routes down there, so you you only had the people that was there. When they opened the road, all of a sudden it's like all these different people are coming through. They started building up further near the mound, and we've got shops and everything now. I remember all of that was just wasteland. A lot of it was just like overgrown wasteland. We've got so much in Thamesmead now that that makes it feel like. If you're not careful on the downside, you can end up just living there but not even have to go anywhere. They get a couple of good supermarkets down there and a cinema, that's it, you're in.